0: You are listening to Plastic Surgery Unplugged with Dr. Ragu Authray. All right. I think we are live. So to the listening world out there, I think if I'm not mistaken, this is podcast session four, if I'm not mistaken. So um, hello world. And I'm introducing Marie and I'm going to give her a chance to introduce herself. This is our second podcast episode with actual live patients. So prior to this, my um, podcast sessions had one of my professors on there, Marie. We were discussing history of various procedures, how certain procedures have changed over time, uh, things, the good, the bad of surgery, all this kinds of stuff. So um, I'm gonna let you introduce yourself, tell the world who you are, what you do, and why you're here.
1: Okay, great. My name is Marie Perdugo. I am in Houston, Texas. I am 51 years old. I am a hairstylist. And Dude,
0: you do not look 51. <laughs> I wonder why.
1: Uh, yes, yes. And I'm getting into the real estate industry. Um, what was so important to me is that I have so much energy as a young girl, but I noticed that age was taking a toll on me on my face. And the things I wanted to do in life, I needed a more youthful look. I needed to attract a lot of the younger crowd, with, like my energy does. So I noticed a lot of drooping in my face. Um, so I came to Dr. F- How you pronounce your last name?
0: Operate. Athre.
1: Okay. Yeah. I think I was saying it wrong the whole time. Arthur
0: it's F- okay. It's okay. Yes, I, hey, I, I, I accept any pronunciation except dumbass okay so other than that i'm down with anything
1: yes yes i came to his office for facials for chemical pills i'm thinking maybe that would do the job maybe that will tighten my skin up so i went to his office and i started to get facials i started to get chemical pills i started to realize that as i was looking at my clients and as i was looking at a lot of women We almost had that same aging look. So I realized it was age. It wasn't so much having to get facials or chemical pills. So I had a consultation with Dr. Arthrit. (laughs) don't <laughs> no, get Um, and I liked everything he said I was going to that office of, uh, quite a few times on my visits for facial so I got very familiar and very comfortable so when I had a consultation with him and he was pointing out things was the same things that I was pointing out so I knew he knew what he was talking about not only he's a professional he also knew what was what I was wanting to fix too. Um, So I thought about it for a little bit. And as I thought about it after my consultation, I realized, you know what, I'm going to take this jump. I'm going to take this jump. Uh, This is really major for me. I haven't had any major surgeries in my life, especially in my face. So it was really important to me, uh, you know, that I look young the way I feel young because of the business I am in. And um, so I said, you know what, I thought about it. I think it was about a month I thought about it. I said, you know what, I'm going to take it. I'm going to take it. So I had this fire me that says go for it, Marie. So I called. I made an appointment. Um, I came in. I was so, a little nervous.
0: So, what you have done? So, tell the world. Okay. What so, what had I
1: had done on my face, what I had done is what I really needed done. What I had done was I had a neck lift. My neck was. Sagging. (laughs) It was hanging. And I noticed I had these fat pockets right here. And I noticed on every woman my age or older, they had the same fat pockets. I knew it was age. It had to do with age. We all looked the same. And so I hated it. I couldn't stand it. So my neck was kind of saggy. I could pull my skin out. So I knew my skin was getting really saggy. And uh, so I had a neck left. I had my neck tightened. I had the muscles cut and Sewed together to make a really tight uh look on my neck here. Um, I had fat taken out. Um, I had a facelift right here, and which I really didn't realize, but I'm so happy he pointed it out in the beginning of our consultation. I had an eyebrow lift. So I was so happy that everything. Now it's getting back into place like it, like I wanted it, and like it was in my 20s and 30s. Um, so during the consultation, I felt really confident. I said, You know what? He knows what I need, he knows exactly what I need. He didn't sell me anything extra or sell me anything less. He hit the points, everything I thought about in my head is what he was pointing out so yeah you know this is great uh when i went into my con when i went into my now this is now what i'm talking about when i went into my my surgery date yes i was nervous and i had to keep looking at myself in my phone and say man i'm ready for a new look i'm, I'm nervous
0: gonna, i'm going to tell you something i think yeah. everybody is nervous Okay. Yes. And that's normal, right? Yeah. So
1: normal. Yes. And
0: the other thing is like I personally had surgery. Okay. I had surgery about a month, month and a half ago and mm-hmm. you know, I was nervous. Okay. I think it's a normal human emotion and it's so normal mm-hmm. that I don't give you medications and I didn't give you any medications to take the night before to no. say no, to zonk you out, because I I want you to kind of feel all of that right because it's kind of our check to make sure that we're all on the same page we're human we feel we touch it's like i don't want to just zonk you out and show up like uh you know and then do surgery on you
1: yes yes that that is so important that every person experiences their feelings while they're going down Mm -hmm. this road here it's so important that way you could actually share your feelings with somebody else that doesn't know what's on the other side of the mountain You know, so it's really important. And I was, I was nervous because for a lot of reasons, first of all, I was nervous because I wasn't gonna be put to sleep, but that was a good thing though. I like that part though. Um, I was nervous. Tell
0: tell everybody about that. So tell them what it feels like. Okay.
1: Okay. So when, when I was just gonna get a local and I wasn't getting put to sleep, I liked that part. It was good for me because I'm a person that runs a lot of things in my life. I need a lot Mm -hmm. of control. When I'm put to sleep, and someone's doing something to me, I feel like I don't have no control, I feel helpless. So for me to be awake and to see the steps that are going on with me, made me feel like I was participating in it, made me feel I was a part of it, and made me feel like I could speak if I need to speak and not feel like I'm asleep and nobody doesn't know what I'm going through. So I like that part there uh, to be awake and to be able to communicate and to be able to see what's going on and to be able to feel like, um, you know, I wasn't, nothing, nothing serious is going to happen. So to see what was going on and to have a conversation while I'm getting this done, uh, was actually really comfortable for me.
0: (laughs) I, I think, I think you're not the only person. I think this is kind of the standard what I've been hearing from my patients in retrospect like when you jump in there's this mm-hmm. there's this there's this like fear right because yeah. you don't know what's going to happen and the cool thing about it is is that you get to actually see it you're not just like it's not like i come with you at a syringe and says okay night night no one's home boom you know right right your, it's like hey marie this is what we're going to do next you cool with that all right cool can you turn yeah. your head for me a little bit and yeah it's, uh, and yeah so,
1: Yes, that's as really that, that was really important to me and I know it's important to a lot of people because I know with my clients that have surgery or their clients, my clients who want to have surgery, the part that they're scared about is being put to sleep.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I hear I hear from everybody, well, I'm scared, I'm not gonna wake up. I'm scared, I know I don't know what's gonna happen. When they hear from me that I wasn't put to sleep, that I was awake, you know that that lightens up their eyes are like you know what i didn't know they did that I didn't know that happened. I thought they had to, I like that idea. I like the idea that I could be awake and talk. So it actually is a really big eye opener to a lot of people knowing that they don't need to be put to sleep to get this facelift procedure done. Which I think that, um, I think a lot of women when they know that, or a lot of people, even men when they know that, they're gonna become more interested in making changes and try to get more of a youthful face. Cause a lot of people nowadays they have two or three jobs they have a career then they have a side gig they gotta go sports they gotta do this and they have the energy to run around because they're taking care of themselves. but their face is aging along you know with the days that keep going by their age their face is aging they're like man i look
0: old but i should don't feel old it's so 50 is the new 20 right
1: yeah i think it is i think i really think it is i think things are going turning around, things are going backwards.
0: The older you get, the younger you feel. <laughs> so I think that's how it is. No, I think a lot. So I think a couple of things have changed. I, so as we're all getting healthier. Right. So mm-hmm. most of us today, we know a lot more information about staying healthy, eating healthy stuff. So our our life is a little longer, right? Yeah, so yeah. as our lives are longer and we do stuff for a longer period of time. Then mm-hmm. what happens is, is that we have the energy inside of us and we're like cranking. And you know, I hear this from all my patients. I have a patient, Marie, she's mm-hmm. 80 years old. She's over 80, okay? Mm-hmm. And she has a full-time job. She works 40 hours a week. Okay. Wow. Exactly. And she's like, listen, you know, I'm doing everything that I've done forever. Okay. But this, what I see in the mirror, doesn't match what I do on a daily basis. Yes. I, agree. I just, and I'm not asking to look 20, but I just want there to be a little bit more like simpatico between the two. Mm-hmm. I think so. What you're saying to people, I think I'm putting in words in your mouth, but I think that's what you're trying to say.
1: Yes, exactly. Nowadays is different. You know, people are changing their lifestyle, they're going vegan. They're, you know, back in the days, we didn't know what vegan was. You know, we didn't know what a keto was. Now there's new different type of ways of eating. So there's vegan, there's vegetarian, there's keto. So a lot of people are turning to these type of lifestyles, which is actually making their body feel better. And there's making their body, you know, stronger and making their body feel more younger, but the face is still looking a little older. So the thing is, you know, people want their look in their face to match how their body feels. Mm-hmm. You know, that's when they'll want to go ahead and say, well, maybe I need a little of this, maybe I need a little of that, but they're not sure exactly where to go and they're not sure exactly what the procedure's like and what the steps are like. So that kind of stops them from taking that initial step. Right there. Yes. Yeah. But um, yeah. So when I went in, when I had my, the day of my surgery, yes, I was nervous. I was nervous because I didn't know what was really on the other side of the mountain. When you don't know where you're going to step, you know, but you know, you're going to step, you want to step carefully. So it makes you a little nervous, but the, but everybody was so kind. Everybody was so understanding. It made me feel more relaxed. When did the Um,
0: nervousness come down? When did you feel like because i'm sure like even during surgery like you there's probably stages right so the first yeah. stage you're like okay it doesn't hurt okay i got past that point then you mm-hmm. get all bundled up and you know you you're you're going home so tell when does it feel like i i'm on the other side of the mountain i've, I've already done it and now okay. i know what i will look like
1: yes when my nervousness was starting to calm down is when you were when you did my first i i left really you did, Yes, when you did the first one, and I think it was like, I'm not sure 100%, but I'm going to guess, it felt like 20 minutes.
0: Okay, (laughs) that's about right. That's about right.
1: Okay, it felt like 20 minutes. When you was done and you said, okay, we're to the next one, I was like, what? He's done and there's no problem? It was that easy? I'm thinking myself. I know he has to see that if, if i'm thinking is it really dumb but i'm like i know he has to see it's done and i'm like okay okay when you did this one here and you were done with that one i was like wow this is how easy it is this is how fast it is it didn't even hurt i didn't even feel nothing and I was like, oh my gosh, when I do color on somebody's hair, I take two and a half hours, poor them, this is surgery. And it took like maybe an hour total. And I was like, wow, this is an in and out
0: job. That like, was for the I, eyelids only though.
1: The eyelids, I was like, when that happened, I was like, okay, my calm, my nervousness was going down. Um, and then when, and then the thing is, I don't really feel hardly nothing. I was kind of drifting off and on sleep because I was relaxed. Um, and so my my nervousness was going down when you started to when you started to work on here. I kept telling myself, "This is what I want." You know, I don't want the way it looked when it when I came in. I don't want that. No, I want it. I want this to be gone. I want this to be tight. You know, when I start thinking about how much I want it to look better, you know, my nervousness started to go down. Um, and then when you were finished with this here and you're on to this, I was like. Golly, that that's fast. And and I I kept thinking what I'm gonna look afterwards when I'm completely healed. So I kept staying focused, you know, on on the on the amazing look that I'm gonna get once everything's healed. Um, but I started my nervousness started to go down as you were starting to work on my face because I really didn't feel no pain at all. When I didn't feel no pain, I started to feel more better.
0: So was there, okay, so we go through surgery, your nervousness comes down during surgery. Now, when we're done and you get to go home that first night, does Mm -hmm. the nervousness go back up um, or so what do you feel like, like, what is that feeling like between the point at which I tell you it's done and then Mm -hmm. you get to see me the next day and then I unwrap everything. What goes through your brain at that point?
1: Oh my gosh. When I, well, first when I was leaving the office, I was just, oh my God, I can't believe I did this. This is what I've been wanting to do. And I actually did it. I didn't just, you know, prolong the thought, you know, for months and years, I actually did it. And I'm like, I'm so excited. I was so excited. I started to laugh because I was so happy. I was so excited. I wasn't nervous. I felt really confident and I felt in my heart that I knew everything was going to have a good outcome just because the way you were handling me, the way you were talking to me, your hand was so gentle and so soft. I had actually no worries in my heart and my spirit during surgery, I felt like I was in really good, confident, knowledgeable hands. So I didn't have no fear with having with having you working on my face, I had absolutely no fear I had full confidence because you, you have like a like a spirit of confidence. You know Thank that you work on people Thank so you. i knew everything was going to be okay i was it's, just so the excited.
0: confidence juju juice i put on in the morning,
1: <laughs> right right yes and i was just so excited i mean i couldn't wait to come back the next day to take it off so i could actually see how things were were looking and um i was real. I, I the thing is i had no pain at all i had no pain it was just a little bit different sleeping because I have this on my head and and I'm a crazy sleeper. So I'm used to doing all this when I sleep and then I had to sleep, you know, real still. And so that was kind of like a little different. But um, pain wise, no, maybe discomfort a little bit because I felt like maybe some of the numbing was going away. So I felt a little discomfort, but I didn't feel no major pain at all. I didn't cry. I didn't moan. I didn't complain. I was just up, taking a bath, you know, moving around uh, with this huge thing on my head.
0: (laughs) The the Teletubby.
1: Yes. And I wasn't in the thing is when I checked in a hotel, I had this big Teletubby on my head and like, I wanted everybody to see, I didn't even care. I wasn't even embarrassed. And I want people to ask me, what's going on? And, um, and I had a conversation with the man at the front desk too, when I was checking in and when I was checking out, it was the same man. And um, I told him, I said, and he, he says, is everything OK? I said, man, everything is wonderful. I, you know, I just got a facelift. And I had this huge thing on my head, having conversation with him. And me and him, was having, he was having a conversation about me, about him having his, his veneers. And then I was having a conversation about me having a facelift with a big, huge Teletubby right in front of everybody at the desk. Because that's how excited I was and i and he had a wonderful smile i said and he would tell me yeah my veneers cost uh, i think he said like forty thousand dollars and and i said well your forty thousand dollars turned into a million dollar smile he says and you know what you're gonna have a million dollar face and we were just talking we we're just talking like this because i was so excited and then i go back to your office and um man i was just so excited to get that off and to look i don't i mean i was i couldn't even explain to you when i, I didn't care about it these all these markers on my face. Yeah. I wasn't even seeing that.
0: So I by the way, to that. everybody else on the world, so I take a Sharpie. I ask and I use a Sharpie <laughs> and I draw all over your face. And I have <laughs> and I got lines and I got cross hatching. Yeah. Yes,
1: yes. I loved it though. I I took a lot of pictures and stuff because you know I'm going to put a journal together and um you know these markings to me all these sharpies you know they meant something to me they meant something it was a map it was a map you know to my happiness it was a map to that's
0: a good happiness. way of looking at it
1: i like that yeah it's a that, map
0: to happy. for me it's a map yeah. to surgery so for you it's a map it's like perspective
1: yes yes and see the thing is too like when i do hair i create a map on the hair to to so i could find direction I call it a roadmap and right. nobody understands that
0: roadmap, but exactly. me. Exactly. You, you hit the nail on the head. Nobody understands my markings except me, but it tells me what I need to do next.
1: Exactly. And I have a lot of my clients and they're like, I've never had my hair section like this before. And I say, cause nobody's done your hair like the way I'm going to do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I said, this is my roadmap to create what I need to create, to be able to achieve the look that you want to wear. Yeah, and stuff. I said no one's ever going to understand my formulas because they are my formulas never no one's ever going to understand my roadmap because it's my roadmap. No one understands anything I do but me because it's my creation that I created. And I said, it's my signature. So everybody could try to copy, but they're never going to get it exact. That's right. what I tell my clients. So when I seen all these markings on my face, they were like okay. blessings to me because it was a map to my happiness. And um, so I took all these pictures and my daughter's like mom take that off, I said no, let it wear off on its own. (laughs) Because I liked it, it was a roadmap to my happiness, it was out of the depression aging look into a more happier youthful tight look the way my heart feels. So when I when everything when I took it off, I was so I was just kept looking. I I was so happy. I didn't know what to cry. I didn't know what to laugh because I had so many crazy emotions because this is exactly what I wanted. And now it's now it's the healing process.
0: So and, when okay, so there's this kind of like, do you remember the book I gave you, the little yeah. post office book? Okay, in there there's like that roller coaster diagram, right, of what you feel. Like mm-hmm. if you, it's on the back of, I think one of the back of one of the pages and it shows yeah. you like the excitement, then the down and the up. So what point in this process, okay, so you, you're talking a lot about this excitement when you get all this stuff off, but then there's this kind of this little slowdown, right? As you're mm-hmm. kind of healing and all this stuff, mm-hmm. what point in that process do you finally look in the mirror and go, wow, I'm done and boom shakalaka. Like when does that happen?
1: Yeah, I think I want to say, um, during I think I want to say when I i think I swelled on the third and fourth day a lot, and I knew that was going to happen because you did tell me that was going to happen, you know, and I knew that was going to happen. I call it
0: the bowling ball,
1: yeah, that's exactly what it was. <laughs> you will swell up like a bowling ball, and I was like, oh my gosh, I can't. And I kept saying, man, I can't wait to the fifth day, I can't wait to the sixth day, I want this swelling to go down. And stuff, you know, but I think when swollen was going down, I think it was probably about, I don't know, maybe about a week. And I started to see like defined look. And I was like, wow, like it's only going to get better. As long as you take care of yourself and you listen to the doctor's instructions and don't think you know everything, you know, everything will be okay. Healing will will heal up good. Um, You won't have any problems, you know um, I always feel like this here, you could go on the internet, you could all this kind of stuff, but I feel like listening to your doctor is the golden key. Whatever he says is what you got to do. So I listened to all your instructions. I listened to how you were going to, how, how things were going to heal. And what did you want me to do? And what did you want me to drink? And how did you want me to sleep? And all, you know, so I did everything. And I think that's what really helped me heal. Right. Heal me well, so I think I want to say like, I want to say the third and fourth day is when I was like, oh, I think that was my downtime because I was like a bowling ball. I think that's when the the scale went, woo. (laughs) It was on my third and fourth day and stuff. But I told myself, you know, as the days go by, it will go right back up. So I think it went back up like on the sixth day.
0: Sixth day. So for me, looking at you, like I think, I go through the same set of emotions. Like people don't understand that, you know, I'm a human too. So mm-hmm. I go through the same type of thing that you go through. Like I do it with you. Okay. I just don't talk about it to you with you. Cause I got to have my confidence juju juice on me. Right. Yes. So, yeah. So like during surgery, I'm like all pumped up and you can feel it. You're in the music. You're like, oh, uh, oh, uh, you know, mm-hmm. and then when you're done with surgery, there's this like immense, like, oh my God, I created this. And then I see you at day one, so between you going home and you coming back to see me post-op day one, there's nervousness for me, okay? Like my heart's like boom, 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 because I'm ready to open everything, make sure that nothing, there's no problems, nothing. So there's that nervousness on my side. Mm-hmm. And Then when almost all my patients will call me back day three, day four, like, oh my God, I know you told me bowling ball, but is this really normal, right? <laughs> So I go through the same thing. And, you know, for me, I've seen it so many times, I can talk you out of it and say, okay, look, I've seen all these people that's normal, you know, just push through, right? But that, I think it's the two week point when you come to get all your sutures and staples out of two weeks, that's when I see the result as well. And I can see the smile on everybody's face and it's very contagious, right? It's like, it's very infectious because you're all pumped in in that emotion of that point and that's mm-hmm. when i really get back on that roller coaster upswing again
1: yes 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 um i was really excited to get the staples out i was oh, so yeah. excited. i was really excited. i feel like oh i think i need them out now i think i need them out
0: by the time that day comes you're like i want it out yes, there's yes. nobody who's like yeah leave it in an extra day
1: oh yeah you're ready you're ready to get them out i think like in about a week we can have you're like okay I'm ready to get them out. Because I think what it is, when the stitches and the staples are out, now it's your time that you know everything's gonna heal up right. You still feel like, you still feel like, um, let me see, you still still feel fresh out of surgery while you have all those staples and stitches in. So you feel really delicate, you feel real tender, you feel like there's still some restrictions onto Mm -hmm. you. But once you get the staples and stitches out, you feel free. You feel like you can run and do what the heck you want to do now. Because all it is, is healing time. And the more time that goes by, the better you heal. You feel more free to wash your hair, to blow dry your hair. You feel like And you did awesome.
0: Like, you kept everything so clean. I mean, that was was another reason why I think you kind of healed very quickly. Because not only did you follow the instructions, but there are some people who are super scared to, like, get in there and clean it and everything and you did like i mean it was like spotless
1: yes yes so you know i did i couldn't wait to shampoo my hair and when you said you know you could shampoo I was like yes i shampoo i took my my i have nails on now but remember i took my nails off i told I you to nails- yeah yeah i took my nails off so i don't you know hope anything, yep. anything so it was so much easier when you have your nails off and you just kind of just Tender, just real gentle. You're not gonna hurt nothing. You're not gonna pull nothing off. You're not scraping nothing. You're just with the tips of your fingers, you're just shampooing the hair, you know, into the into your hair. I mean shampooing the shampoo into your hair and you're getting everything cleaned up. When that I feel like when you do that, things could heal better.
0: hmm And you feel you better. Know? It's like, you know, look good, feel good, and you're like in that zone of healing.
1: Yes, and you you feel more cleaner when your hair is clean. At least when you know, I know a woman when your hair is clean, you feel so much better. Um, and then you know when you clean all the like the dried up blood and stuff, cr- you know, you feel, it ma- yeah, it makes you feel so much better. It's not stuck in your hair, and so yeah, I think a lot of times they're scared or something, but. You know, I wasn't scared. I was like, well, if anything happens, I'll just call you, you know, but I'll just call you and say, oh, I took out a staple. I knew I was going to be okay and stuff, you know, I wasn't scared, but I did it. I did it real gentle, real gentle. And I stayed in the the shower for like about 20 or 30 minutes, um, just kind of washing my hair real gentle and then putting some conditioner in it. Um, but yeah, and then, you know, then you told me, you know, to not blow dry it or, you know, or with no heat so i was so careful i said okay this is what i do for a living so i know what to do i was like that so i did i the the top part the back part i blow dried it with heat but on the sides right here i did it with cold cool setting yeah yes i did it cool it took longer you know to dry but i did it i kind of put the blow dryer out a little bit and kind of shook it around with cool to kind of you know dry this up right here on the sides where I have my stitches and where I have my staples and it worked. I said, like, man, you know, it worked. Everything is great. I feel great. Most of my hair is dry and because when my hair dries, it dries real wavy and curly. And I didn't like that part. So I said, like, OK, we're going to have to dry it a little bit. So it's a little straight. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, it worked for me. I have no problem. You know, I I figured it out and I figured the combination and I said, Okay, I'm gonna do the same thing the next day. So every day, yeah, I wash my hair to make sure that I kind of like loosen up any type of dried up blood or any type of uh, scabs that need to fall out of my hair. Sometimes they'll get stuck in my hair and I had to shampoo it and condition it out to make sure it stayed clean. Yeah. Yes, I had absolutely, you know, no issues and no problems doing that myself.
0: That's awesome. Well, yeah. M- Marie, I really want to thank you for your time and sharing your feelings and what you went through. Um, I think that, you know, all of us like we're all on a journey. And yes. many times, like one thing that what you don't know that you've really contributed here to. Is you have really contributed to people understanding this this journey of this yes. thing of the way you feel, what prompts you to kind of seek a procedure, and that I love your energy about you know how you said it, like you know what I saw in the mirror and what I did every day just didn't didn't go; they're we fighting each other, and yeah. you know so you want this little bit more uh, cohesive, like what you see is how you feel on the inside you have an awesome exactly. result, you know, and, but it's, and, you know, I'd love to be the person I thank you for the compliments, but it's not just my work. Okay. First of all, I have a whole team out here that are freaking awesome at what they yes, do, they are. you know, and, and a big contributor in this whole thing is you. Okay. I'm going to say a little something about you. Um, you were an awesome patient. You did everything like you were supposed to do um you were so awesome i've i've referred you to three patients that are coming up because um they were all worried about what how to clean their hair and stuff and i was like listen i'm gonna make it real simple i i have somebody who is a hairdresser who's gone through the procedure herself she did awesome she knows what it feels like what it looks like so just go see her and that'll take that worry off the table and so You, you from every aspect of from the patient standpoint you kind of you took it to the next level and it's kind of like i feel like when we're we're a team and we're all working towards the same goal it's yes. like we get to win the nba championship it takes all five players on the team
1: yes yes you know?
0: yes, yeah <laughs> and yeah so thank you so much for sharing your story i really appreciate it so I'm going to put a plug in from you. Marie is a phenomenal hairdresser. How do people get in touch with you if they want um, to uh, make an appointment with you?
1: Yes, they can always call me on my business number. It is 979-480-3057. And I'm located in Houston around the gallery, gallery area.
0: There you go. <laughs> and if you have any questions also, I think people can call you up because... You know you are a person that i think you really take inventory of how you feel some people like mm-hmm. i'm not that kind of person i just kind of you know march through stuff but you like to to feel it and so you know if you want to talk to marie about her experiences and her thoughts and you know um definitely yes. if even if you've had a facelift someplace else you need help with your hair whatever go look at her because she's she knows exactly what to look out for, what to see, what to do, what not to do. So, thank you, Marie. You're welcome. All right, love you, and you look hot. You look awesome.
1: Thank you, I appreciate it.
0: Thank you.